the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's, Let's go. go. Hello, hello. Once again, we are back with another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. And as always, I'm here with my brother and my co-host, Jake Bushnell. Hello today. He's a man of few words. He is. And also today, we have a very special guest, a good friend of ours, another local boy, uh, Johnny Christ from Avenged Sevenfold. What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for stopping by. <laughs> Another man, man, a few words. Yeah. Yes, yes. This is going to be a tough episode. Yeah. You're going to gonna have to carry it, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm used to it, but you know. Hi. <laughs> Anything else? So yeah, man, thanks for stopping by. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. This is, uh, yeah. Listening to a few of these uh, episodes, you guys are doing some fucking pretty cool shit. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, we had just, actually, me and Jared just got... Done doing an episode with Johnny on his show, Drinks with Johnny, which is amazing, and uh, it's a good time. But yeah, you better if you ever if you're listening to this and you get asked to go do that show, eat some bread before you go there because you're gonna <laughs> need that in your body. How was how was that, how was that little league game afterward? By the way, oh, it was great. I I was just in the crowd. What the fuck? Hit the ball! <laughs> Wait, how many shots did you? Because they played a game where Jared is yeah. a Diet Coke fan, and so you mm. set up a bunch of cups with random sodas in there, and yeah. every time he got one, what if right. he got it right? You had to if, do sh- yeah. If he got it right, he had to do a shot or chug a beer. Daddy had to, yeah. yeah. If Jared got it wrong. He would have no. Jared doesn't drink no, alcohol. Drink. Oh yeah, there wasn't there wasn't any re- repercussions. It was oh. really it was really just to pin Jared against Daddy. It was the whole point. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so you got buzzed up. I got yeah. I mean, I think at the end I had to take like. Three or four shots? Was, I think it was three shots and chug a beer. Three shots and chug the beer. But I mean, before that, I think we had each had two Manhattans and a couple beers. A couple beers and a, and a shot and from a the shot, hat. And a shot from the hat. The tequila oh, hat, yeah, which was hat. disgusting. Was, it was fucking gross. The cool thing, so the Drinks with Johnny show, it's like, it started out, you guys are at your bar in your house, mm-hmm. and they make each other drinks. So that's cool, because you learn how to make drinks. Totally. And then the second half of the show, you kind of take it over the couch, and that's when you chat it up. Yeah. And that's when you ambush Jared with a, you think you know what Diet yeah. Coke's all about. Exactly. And he was actually pretty good. I mean, he got one wrong, but he nailed the... the was, he, he, got, he got two wrong, but I mean, he was four oh, for he six. He, it, that's the, not bad. One of them was on a technicality, though, because yeah. it, it was ginger beer, but it was diet ginger beer. That, I yeah. felt, was unfair, well, but I liked it, I mean, supported on. it anyway, but yeah, I was I like, ooh, three that's shots in a beer. <laughs> <laughs> good enough. I had to go to a freaking my son's little league game right after. I didn't need. It. Yeah, that's how tight this competition was. Jared literally guessed. He's all, "This is ginger beer," and Johnny goes, "Nope, 
diet ginger beer. <laughs> Boom, yeah. you're wrong. I couldn't believe it though. I mean, he was getting some weird ones right. Like, yeah. He actually, diet Coke, or it was Coke Max. I was like, what is that? Yeah. No, no. I had, I had my wife go out and pick out some fucking some sodas. <laughs> and I'm like, just go down the aisle, baby. Pick whatever. We're going to make this shit awesome. Yeah, yeah, she found some <laughs> old school hitters. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the show was great, you guys. Thanks for doing that again. No, that, that was, was a good time, man. Um, any, anyone cool like coming up? Anything? Yeah, well, I've already filmed a couple. It just takes me a second to edit these things. Yeah. Um, you know, because I got the platform, as you talked about, you know. Top of the show, we make a drink, and then we get get into some interviews, and we'll probably play some fucking stupid game at the end, do mm-hmm. something funny. Um, so it takes me a second to edit, but I've already got a, a few coming out. Um, I did one with my buddy Brendan Saller from Atreyu. Oh, nice! Uh, so that one'll be out. Um, uh, I have a couple others, but I don't want to say them just yeah, yet, don't. in case they don't get approved by the said guests. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. as will happen. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, cool, I see. Man. Like some topics may have been breached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's the idea. I, 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 get, <laughs> yeah. I get people drunk, and yeah. then I get to get some real shit out of them. Oh, <laughs> things could yeah. be said that you don't want anyone to hear. Yeah, and you're just on the couch with your friend. He, the people probably forget there's a camera at some point. You're just drinking and sitting on your couch. Oh, dude, when when these guys were over, we filmed for like three hours. Like we were just oh, yeah. chilling. We just, were just mm-hmm. chilling, drinking, and like before you know, it, like you completely forget about that. That's and that's the whole point. You know, not every show is going to be at my house. That's just like the general format. But it is designed to like travel and stuff. When we get back out on the road and stuff, I'll I'll, I'll be able to film some more and along you know all across the world That's and stuff. Awesome. So, well, man, I'm I'm sure that you guys as fans just absolutely love watching those. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 doing pretty well. It's just starting out, so yeah. you know. But you know, and I, I got to learn my chops about uh, you know. Oh, as being is, a host of shit. As is this podcast is just starting out. We're learning every day as we go as well, man. Yeah, zero you guys are qualifications. Man. To do this. <laughs> yeah, none. No, 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 <laughs> zero. Well, that's that's the brilliant part, though, right? You're just yeah. talking shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's you, do. you, you know, shoot the breeze are, and fucking get it going. We're as a band. I mean, we're, we we've all been in bands or are still in bands, dude. You have to be you have to be able to talk shit to yeah. even exist on a tour bus. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, it's all it is. Absolutely. That's all you're ever doing is is sitting there having some drinks and talking to your buds about anything and everything. Whatever. So why yeah. uh, you know it's it's kind of a natural transition cool. to be real. Yeah, it is. So pretty cool. Uh, you know, both growing up in the same neighborhood, pretty much. And uh, both kind of getting into bands at the same time, you know, both having some success, you know, ours obviously way more than yours, but yeah. you know, you guys will get there one day, you know, yeah. you're doing we're, good. We're keep working trying. on it. We're going to keep trying. It's a fun little band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. We you work know, if I have any advice, yeah, if I have any advice, just stick with it, you know, okay. stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we've, we've thought about stopping a couple of times, but you know, okay. Okay. There's a couple of people out there that'd be bummed. Well, okay. There's so many reasons too, but don't do it. How, what's the biggest crowd you've played for? Cause Avenged Sevenfold has played to like a sea of people like in Europe or South America. I've seen videos where it's like, are you joking? Yeah, man. It's, it's hard to say like some of them are like the big festivals. You know, those are probably the bigger crowds that we've played. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, especially when we did like a rock and Rio in South America, that was a massive crowd. I think it was like 250,000 people, something like that. That is insane. Cause it's like, we've, you know, as the dirty ads, we've had some pretty good success and we've played some pretty big shows, you know, um, you know, I'd say maybe one of the biggest festivals we've played was maybe, you know, 25, 30,000 people. And that's an endless sea of people. Yeah. 
250,000 people. I could be lying about that, but it was a lot. I don't think you are <laughs> Dude, lying. I don't think I've you seen are. the thought, videos. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking people. I, 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 it, it's got to be around 200, something like that. That's so, crazy. Like, and that was Rocket Rio. But again, that's a festival of like two weeks. It's not like we drew all that ourselves. Yeah, you know, but, but like, um, you for, were still on that stage and yeah, looking at it. Yeah, yeah. It's and they were doing this. Yeah, it's, you know? it's pretty fun, man. What's the biggest, I mean, I, I've seen, I think, 30,000 people with you guys. It was a festival. Yeah. It was, and I was, I couldn't even comprehend yeah. the 30,000 person deal. I can't even fathom 250. It's crazy. It's so much bigger than well, what I've seen. And I feel like I've seen big. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's great. Cause I mean, I've seen the shows, you know, and I've, and I've seen, you know, your guys' shows and just, you know, where the sea of people is, is just fucking endless. And they've, and those yeah, have been dude, like, those have been like 30 to 50,000 people shows. So yeah. to to be on stage for two hundred over two hundred thousand people, that is just that's mind a, blowing. If someone, hey, wait, if someone, if someone Google checks this and I'm full of shit, you know, I, I well, apologize. Actually, no, we, <laughs> try to find a Avenge Sevenfold with a huge crowd. Yeah, Can look up Rock and Rio on the internet. Look up yeah. Avenge Sevenfold, Rock and Rio. We'll get a video up at some point and we're putting that up. And I guarantee you, it's not going to be far off from two hundred fifty yeah. fucking thousand people. I it, saw it some crowds for them that look like an infinity pool of humanity it just <laughs> it drips off it the, looked like flat earth was real yeah. and it was just the people fell off the earth yeah i know the earth is is round because i've seen their crowds and they just fucking tuck under <laughs> half of them are in the shade so you yeah. got it that's pretty cool so like i said like both kind of growing up in the same area um both kind of jumping into the to the music game around the same time look at that are you kidding me so which just, one is that that one's uh rock and ring that's actually in germany just real German. quick, then, but Duddy. I mean, that I, one. That one was probably about a hundred. I want to say so twice as many as that. I think they're. I think their band's a little bigger than yours, dude. You know what? They've been. <laughs> they've been. You know what? I'm really happy for them. Because you know. Because earlier you were yeah, saying yeah. that you got okay. I don't know, I'm really yeah. really happy. To <laughs> I see think that. that. I think they're not a lot. I just say one, two yeah, yeah. million yeah. fans bigger. <laughs> cool. Not a. I'm sure not, at least not, three or four of those people have heard of us. So. Oh, absolutely. I don't think so. No. No. That I was uh, yeah, that was a uh, the Rock and Rings festival. Crazy. I knew which one that was. You'd see the the Snake Pit, as Metallica called it. They were they were headlining that one. Oh yeah, right before them. What's that? I mean, were, were you a big Metallica fan growing up? Oh yeah, huge man. Uh, my fir- my very first concert I ever went to. My grandfather took me to see Metallica at the Forum. I want to say back in the day. That's awesome. And then you guys have toured with them. Yeah, we've done a few tours with them now, actually. Um, the first show we played with them, I think, was in Mexico City. It was like the first time they'd been back there in like 10 plus years or something like that. And it was just, it was three nights at this soccer stadium, 50,000 oh per night sold out. And uh, they didn't like us the first night. I, I've, I've heard <laughs> that the fans there can be pretty brutal. Like they're there to see the band they're there to see. And if oh, you're yeah. not that band, get off the stage. Well, it's kind of like that in all in the metal world. That's just yeah. kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. To be completely honest, like the first night they were like flipping us off, booing us. I think Zach got a battery thrown at him. Ouch. Yeah, it was pretty fucked. And then <laughs> and then some guy was uh actually Matt had a great call on the fan. It was pretty good. He was like he was flipping him off and going crazy. He's like, Oh, you want me to fuck your girlfriend? And the guy's like, Oh, I got all crazy. It's like nice. we yeah. got going. Because Matt probably could have if he wanted to. <laughs> dude, yeah. Matt's a big dude. Yeah. So, you know, that He's was the scared. first that was the first night by the third night that we had gained a little bit of the respect because nice. we just kept going out. They kept booing and we're just like, fuck it. I mean, how could they we, not? we got I mean, we got thirty minutes, you're gonna fucking listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> That's the attitude. Like you can go out there and get super butt hurt or let the crowd win, or you just go, No, 
We're going to yeah. give you 100%, yeah. and they're going to come around if oh, yeah. you're good, which you guys are. Oh, you guys you. are fucking oh, yeah. awesome. I've, well, I've known and followed Avenged Sevenfold since, dude, all the way back to we wrote Golden West College up there. I remember <laughs> when Matt and Jimmy went to Golden West College yeah. to do the recording. I was in the same program. I did that yeah. same class as well. Yeah, and <laughs> we basically there was, a, there was a junior college in Huntington Beach, and a lot of us people that had bands in high school, we went to this junior college because it had a recording studio program and they had a pretty damn good recording studio. And if you were in the program, you got to bring a band in to record. So we yeah. all made music. So we're like, perfect. We'll do this class and record our own music. And I remember Matt and Jimmy making this insane, like two songs, I think just this insane Probably thrash demo. metal yeah. demo. And, and it eventually became Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, the Sandy, eventually became like Sandy Seventh Trumpet and everything like that, which yeah. they ended up recording in Hollywood somewhere. So, yeah, I remember Matt hand, handing me like a you know a paper sleeve of those two songs, oh, like dude. way back in the day, and was like, oh look, at this you know our new thing, we're doing this, and then it was like not long after that, I started seeing Avenged just like popping up everywhere. I was like, oh that's rad, and then you know the rest is history. It's awesome. I mean, I go back as far with them as I remember. I mean, you've obviously heard of successful failure. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, and and who was in that? Was it just uh, Matt and Jimmy? It was Matt, no, Jimmy wasn't in it. Jimmy wasn't was just Matt. It was just Matt. It was Matt's oh. band with uh, uh fuck. There Couple was a, buddies from high school. Yeah, yeah. I. I I, I, like, I don't want to say the wrong names. Yeah, yeah. They'd, they'd be all bummed. I, know, <laughs> I, know. I feel bad too. Cause, but you, I mean, it's all guys we all knew like yeah. growing up and shit. Yeah. Like, uh, I think DiBiase was in there and shit. For oh my God, DiBiase. DiBiase played in our band for a while. Um, and so I was in a band, a uh, punk band before Dirty Heads called Unknown and actually Successful Failure, which uh, Matt was in. Uh, we played a house party together in someone's living room. I think it was actually like the guitar player from our band's living room. We That's, those were always the best gigs like oh, in high yeah. school when you played <laughs> like Dude, they a took house party in the living room. Everything out of the house. Yep. There was mosh pits in the living room. I mean, people were like heads were going through <laughs> yes. the drywall and shit. And like the, the kids' parents were home. The mom ended up ordering a bunch of pizza and was walking around the party handing out pizza as her house was just getting thrashed that's that's fucking huntington for you Dude, that's i was just gonna say so huntington beach california this is like late 90s maybe early 2000s and it was like okay the dirty heads before dirty heads duddy's got an, a punk band unknown i'm in a band called don't look back and matt uh, matt shadows is in a band called uh successful failure and all the way back in i think 1997 matt shadows band called Successful Failure, which was like a thrash punk band that was fucking awesome. I still remember their song, uh, Monday Night Football in the Pit. Oh, One yeah. of the fucking dopest punk songs <laughs> yeah. ever. He was already so rad at like 14 years old. I had a band, Don't Look Back, and there was another band, The Perps, and we formed a record label called Crunk Off Records. I don't even know if you remember this. You're younger yeah. than Yeah, I'm, I'm about three and a half years younger than so everybody. So you were in okay. sixth grade or yeah. seventh grade. when I, It was like is, in seventh grade because I remember uh, going to one of like the, the house parties and it was with, and the, the Perps were headlining the, ho the oh, house party. The house yeah. party. <laughs> the Perps were <laughs> a great that. local punk band and half of the Perps went and started HB Surround Sound. Yep. That's the band I was in. I was from Don't Look Back and I went into HB Surround Sound. But So you got the Avenged Sevenfold guys, the Dirty Heads guys. Like we all came from this high school era and it was, it was just like Johnny said, house parties everywhere and parents oh. supporting punk shows in their living room. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty awesome. 
It was it's funny the music that. that we ended up making afterward, though, because it all in high school, middle school, it was all punk. It was, yeah, it was just everything punk. that we yep. were fucking doing was just punk. And then it's like, oh, well, there's there's other music out there. There's yeah. different <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that's so funny, man. Um, so you were saying that you heard that Doug had said that being said back in school. Did go ahead, Doug Cooper. I'm thinking you're from HB Surround yeah, yeah. He's been a fan of you guys forever, and you know. So I think I remember him telling me a story back in the day. Now this is when Avenged Sevenfold is is kind of. Uh, they're hitting it big now. I think their song is maybe on K Rock. You're in the band now. You're still in high school, right? Is this no, true? Uh, I wasn't in high school yet. I uh, I was out of high school. Um, I joined the band in 2002, the very tail end of 2002. Did a co-headlining tour with the Treo, and then um, and then we cut uh, "Waking the Fall" on the second record in 2003. Um, you were already out. Yeah, I was already in the band. I was already out of high school. I, well. <laughs> I didn't finish high school. That's the story I was told. So I was told by Doug that you had to go into your teachers or something and say, see you later, guys. I'm out of here. I'm going on tour. Yeah, basically. That Um, was actually, so was that with Avenged or was that? That was with Avenged. That was was with Avenged. So it was was the, the first part of it was, um, I was just going to do that two week uh, co-headlining tour. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, Towards the end, they asked. They asked if I wanted to join. I was like, "Well, fuck yeah!" You're a senior? <laughs> what are you? I'm a senior in high school oh at the time, and you know, we they were actually like making a couple of bucks here and there. And I was like, "This is even if it's not as much money as I'm making at Don Jose's, I'm fucking doing this." So, <laughs> Don Jose, I like a Don Jose's local plug. <laughs> so yeah, then um, oh, you know, awesome. from there it was just. Uh, started touring with the guys we we started making uh wake in the fall and i went into school one day like where second semester was about about to start up or something and i was like yeah i need to i need you guys all to sign this it says i'm gonna do uh night school and they all did and i was 18 at the time so you know and they all just signed off for it and i i went to like one class in night school and i was like fuck this figure it out later (laughs) if i have to do it again later (laughs) because you know i could yeah i I could be like 40 and come back to this thing yeah Billy madison it yeah dude it's and that story has always stuck with me doug told me this when it happened i remember him saying like oh i talked to johnny and i didn't know you at the time i mean you know um and doug was like he's gonna play bass for avenge and he's like he told me that he had to go to his teachers and get them to sign off he was leaving and i always just thought that's a movie that's a dream come true <laughs> like walking into your high school and just later guys yeah. i'm on tour with the band <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm i'm asking you now 20 years later yeah i have that's had that crazy. memory from all the way back then that's crazy man. that's awesome and it's true okay yeah. good so, I mean, obviously, when you, when you think about that and all that you got to do, I bet you're pretty grateful for all the situations you've gotten to be a part of, right? Oh, fuck yeah. I think my lucky stars every day for the life I live, man. It's oh, fucking man. incredible. Damn. And that being said. A segue captain dude, coming up right here. I Ooh. mean, that was a good one. They still like fed him into it. Yeah. yeah. That was right? seamless. Right? But I like right? how when we do a seamless segue, we then talk about it, crushing <sighs> all the ripping the seams right out. But sure. <laughs> It's like after you have sex, you're like, damn, I was fucking good, wasn't yeah, it? It was good, wasn't it? And then it's like, well, it was, but now I hate you. Yeah. It wasn't as good as you're acting like it was, so now it's a fucking champ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Damn it, ruined the segue. Yeah. Yeah. So what were you saying, Duddy? I was saying, so you're, God, you got to be grateful for that. And then, you know, as we always do, we like to have a subject on the show, something make us feel good, something make us think. And today the subject is just grateful. Um I think everyone at this table has definitely um, things to be grateful about. And really everyone in the world, if, if you take a second back and just think about things that you can be grateful for, you're going to make a list of things that you can be grateful for. I mean, we've all gotten to you know live out pretty much a childhood dream of 
joining a band, uh, getting to tour around the world, the country with our, with our buddies and just make music. And it's a dream come true. And every day that I think about it, I really am grateful for that. And that doesn't mean that I still don't have things that I'm wishing for things that I want and goals that I'm setting for myself. Of course I do. I still want to be further along every day than I was the day before, but I still want to take a time out of every day to think about the things I'm grateful for. I mean, I'm grateful every day, like you said, for, I get to do what I love for a living and it's just amazing. Um, what do you, I mean, let's just take a second here on that note. And let's like, I think everyone also has someone that they're, they're grateful for. Like, um, do you have anyone that you're just super grateful for? Not your mom, not your dad, yeah. just someone in your life, maybe that, you know, or even a couple people that you're just grateful for. Yeah. So I guess obviously we're all grateful for our family and everyone's super close to us. So that's obvious. So we'll try to choose a little more of a random person. So speaking of music and success and fulfilling dreams, right? Like I had the same dreams as you guys. I've, saw myself on stage with big crowds and I worked my ass off to get to these big crowds. And I didn't succeed in the same way that you guys did where it's your living and you get to do it every day. And it's like, I could concentrate on the fact that I didn't get to make uh, music my life forever, like something to sustain my livelihood, which I used to do. I was like, Oh man, you know what? I didn't have the success. I wanted music. I used to always think that. Cause I'm like, I wanted to be signed by a label and make big money and have hit singles and tour the world. But over the last five years that I haven't been in a band, I've just been cutting hair and, and surfing and just being a dude. And, and I've had time to reflect on, on everything I did get to do in music. Right. And I'm, and I'm now ridiculously grateful. So I don't, I never look at my band as like, ah, oh, we didn't get as far as we wanted. I look at my band now and I go, dude, we did get to play to huge crowds. I got to tour with bands that I looked up. I got to tour with Pennywise and Cypress Hill and Sublime with Rome. I got to play shows with Avenged Sevenfold. I don't know if you remember this. I but do. We opened for you guys in L.A. And the Henry Fonda Theater. When the we Henry did the, Fonda. When we, did, uh, when we did our video for um, uh, Awaken the Fallen Song. I always drop Back Country, was it? No. Songs. <laughs> Me too. I'm the worst. <laughs> it's his own band. He's like, he's one of our fucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unholy <laughs> Confessions. There it goes. Boom. Nice. Yeah. Hold it down. <laughs> and, a weird, and first of all, how cool is Avenged Sevenfold, right? My band was a ska punk band or like a reggae punk band. And Avenged Sevenfold was cool enough to let us open for them at their metal show. And on a weird other note, the band that played right after us was not that big at the time, but they got real big a minute after this show. My Chemical Romance. Yeah. I remember standing in the alleyway behind Henry Fonda talking to the singer of My Chemical Romance. Jared, and yeah. He was nice as shit. We had like a super good, long conversation. He was just a normal guy. And I remember being like, what a cool guy. What a nice band. And I swear to God, a week later, their song hit. And I was like, holy shit, that's the guy. And it was just boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they blew they, up. That was rad. But what I'm getting at is I had the same dreams as them. I didn't get to make it my huge living, but now I look back on music and I'm so grateful for every show I got to play. I got to play Red Rocks. I got to play all these huge venues that are my band, honestly, didn't really have any business. We didn't have a huge following. We just were helped out by a lot of people. That gets me to who I'm grateful for. I'm going to give a shout out to a guy who's been on our show twice now. Cheese. Cheese helped my, Cheese helped my band and he really helped my brother's band. Obviously, Cheese has helped the Dirty Heads become everything they are. And Cheese helped HB Surround Sound get on so many good tours and play so many great shows. And he never asked us once for a dollar. He just never did. He liked our band and he helped us out. And so every amazing experience I've had musically, a lot of it is because of Cheese. 
So I thank him so much. And I want to give a quick shout out to a friend of mine, Lance Mokowau, too, who's like a marketing guy. And he let me work for him for three oh, years. Yeah, I know Lance. You know Lance. Great and guy. He's helping us potentially get guests for the show. I mean, he still helps me out. And Lance has never asked for anything from me but friendship. And he's always been good to me. So Cheese and Lance are two people I just wanted to say thank you to. And I'm super grateful for everything they've done for me in life and in music. That's nice, man. What about you? You got any, anyone? Well, you know, I know it's going to be a cliche, but it really is the guys in the band. Just going back to that story, you know, I mean, yep. these guys took me under their wing. Jimmy, specifically, our old drummer, um, uh, uh, the Rev, and just kind of showed me how to become a musician. I mean, I, I played in high school and stuff, you know, and I fancied myself a good musician among, you know, my high school. And then... Yep. Mm-hmm. Playing in a in a bigger pond, you start to realize I ain't worth shit. And these guys kind of took me under their wings, and uh, you know, really gave me the uh, the ability to play and continue on and have a career with music. And obviously, without them, I wouldn't have been shit. So that's where I, you know, again, it's cliche, but it's fucking yeah. honest. And those guys, because I w- there was I had zero chance on my own. I had to be aligned with these guys. So I, I'm yeah. super. Super great. No, that's awesome, man. Because honestly, if I think about it, you know, the, the, someone, you know, not my parents and, you know, I could obviously say cheese. Um, but if I want to th- think of someone I'm super grateful for, man, I'm going to say Jared, you know? Yeah. he's He's been, you know, not just my friend forever, but he's been my business partner, my bandmate. And we've had our ups, we've had our downs, but we've been on this ride together the entire time. Yeah. And we've always had each other's backs. And, you know. You need that. On, you need that. And on top of that, like, you know, just the quality control that it brings when you've got someone you're that close to and you're on the same page. It's like if I have an idea and he's just like, no, I respect that and vice versa. And we've always kept that. And um, yeah. And like you just said, you couldn't you probably wouldn't be shit without them. They wouldn't be here. There's no way if, if I didn't meet Jared and we weren't on this ride together and had the same, you know, just beliefs and path that I would be here doing this. Like yeah. for sure, me and him together are a great team. I'm very thankful for him. Yeah, absolutely. That's that. Uh, That's and you funny. know what, man? Talking about this kind of stuff, you know, it just makes you feel oh. good, Jake. Oh. It makes you feel so good. And oh. speaking of feeling good, slipped it, slipped it right. We got a couple Segway. sponsors in here that make us feel great. Segway King. God, it's so it's so silky. Tell me about this. We're going to need to get some segways in here. Oh yeah, you should ride a Segway by when because you, it's I'm a Segway. You deserve it. Okay, just don't <laughs> ride it. Off you're a literally cliff. just riding around the whole fucking episode. Hang on. All right, first, uh, first off, something that makes us all feel good: whiskey. Yeah, doesn't make us all act good. <laughs> we will act fine, but it makes us all feel good. And proper 12, really, really good uh, whiskey. If you have not tried this, I really recommend. Next time you got some friends coming over, grab a That's bottle awesome. of this and pour up some, some shots for your boys and or your girls. And I think that they're, gonna, they're all going to enjoy it. And you're going to enjoy it. Proper 12 whiskey. Give it a go. Jake, hook us up. Dude, I gotta say, I'm really. I've been listening to the show, and I'm really excited. I have not tried this whiskey. Oh, yet. nice! So, yeah. I think you're gonna be pleasantly surprised. Okay, cool. I, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a big whiskey guy. You've, you've seen my bar. I'm a I big have, whiskey guy. I have drank some whiskey with Johnny, and I also drank tequila that came from a hat. And <laughs> yeah, it tasted like classy. A game what from was up a with butt. the hat? Because you were like, that hat's disgusting. I don't want to drink. What was the hat? So was off like- camera, we we actually had the fucking. There was a hat sitting at my bar, and. And I think it was Jared that asked, like, what the fuck is that? And I told him the story. It was from a, a, a Christmas gift exchange that we do every year with a bunch of our friends. 
And anyway, ended up at my house, and I had no idea. I was like, I've never had that before. Like, oh, we got to try it. And this was off camera and everything. As soon as we opened, we could smell how bad it was. And it was just fucking, it was, it was <laughs> every bit as awful as we thought it would be. And that's what he had to take a shot of. Uh, three, three of them. Of them. <laughs> Ooh, and then go to a, so a total of four of them I yeah, took that day. Yeah, you took four shots. A couple Manhattans. I'm pretty sure it was something that you, you were supposed to sit on the shelf in your bar and it looks cool. It's exactly. It, I don't think you're ever supposed to fuck. open Novelty it and drink fuck. it, and we did. It's like you. It's like on the. It's on the shelf at the ninety nine cent store. You're like, how can they give away two liters yeah. of tequila for ninety nine? Uh, it's on the uh, you know the shelf, and it's dusty in Don Jose's, right? Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah. go. It's a callback in the industry. That's fucking smooth. That's great, right? That's really good. There you go. I'm going to have to get me a bottle of We're going to get you some you for go. your drink for Johnny. Yeah. Can you We're going to get up? you some proper 12 for drinks with Johnny. Dude, that sounds yes. great. That's that sounds great fantastic. Uh, so that being what said. better yeah, show to do that? We got a couple more over here. We got uh, Sticky Vapes, another amazing company. We've been working with this company for a long time with the Dirty Heads. We make our own vape pens with them. It's, it's just a great product. I always have one with me because... You know, I'm a busy guy. I say it all the time. <laughs> uh, I'm a smoky guy and I'm on the go. Sticky Vapes is my bestest bro. Wow. Wow. Was that, was that a jingle? That a jingle. That, was that the first time you I sung that jingle? I just came up with it right now. Okay. Sticky Vape, you need that jingle. Mark that down. Yeah. And I, right. I snuck one into prison. And I'm not going to tell you how, but it's exactly the first way that you think I did. Through the penis in a, hole. In a bottle of Jankum. <laughs> Little urethra sneak. All right. Oh, by the way, I, right. I did try the the Medusa after um, we did the show yeah. a couple of nights. It's fucking nice. Man. It's nice. Yeah. And did you just say in your urethra, little <laughs> urethra? Because that would be a humongous urethra. He's saying that he has a huge penis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay. So Sticky Vicks, great company. <laughs> Tiny great penis, huge, huge urethra, <laughs> dude. It's, uh, it's, what a, it's every girl's dream. Yeah. It sounds more like a vagina. <laughs> Don't knock it, everyone on earth. <laughs> okay, so Jake's got a penis sticky vagina. Sticky vapes. <laughs> Talk talking about Daddy. getting sticky. Cool. We're going to need a new vape sponsor. They're not going to like us anymore. <laughs> Type in the uh, code urethra. <laughs> Be connected directly uh, to the police. Yeah. All right. Okay, so moving on. Sorry, sticky vapes. Oh, yeah. Still love you. Remember the jingle? That was dope. What was it? How'd it go? I'm a smoky fucking bro. Check out my smoky toe, right? I'm almost no, positive. That, no, that's not it. Check that out the smoky toe. Yeah, just. I, I don't think I heard that one. Uh, we got to get that playback. Sticky on that. We vapes. Get that playback over there? Um, what was it? I'm, a, on, the, I'm um, on the go. I'm a hell of a smoky bro. Something. I'm a, I'm a smoky guy. I'm a smoky dude and I'm on the go. Sticky vapes is my bestest bro. There it is. Wow! If that was if you can it, remember it, it that quickly again, you know it's good. Oh, yeah. it's good. It's good. It's in there. It's not. It's, it's not. A, it's not super moon, but it's 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 real good. Okay, thank we'll, you. <laughs> we'll put that out on the internet against Smoky Toe, and you know whoever the crowd's into, <laughs> we'll get a vote on that. Smoky Toe or Smoky Bro, whichever it is, we'll go with that. Makes but sense both ways. Moving along, uh, Koi CBD. What an awesome product! What an awesome company! Uh, been working with the, with this company since the start of the podcast, but been using this product way before the podcast. I actually I literally use this every single day in the morning. I use this dropper, and I've said it before, and I'm going to do it again right now. Everybody takes some of this dropper, and if you don't feel better, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> and that's just how it goes, you, you know. Yeah. And what's good about it is you're not going to get high from it. You're first just going to have a delicious taste in your mouth. Listen you, to how that you hold it in your mouth for 20 <laughs> seconds, and it tastes good for the whole 20 seconds. And then you let it dissolve. And next thing you know, you're going about your day and you're just like, ah, I feel better. 
It's great. And then Jake, didn't you just, uh, so here's the deal. So I just had a baby or I didn't have a baby. I helped create one. We're my, pregnant. Yeah. Don't say that. Oh, Congratulations. Don't say we are pregnant. Yeah. Congratulations. You're not pregnant. Your fucking wife is pregnant. You asshole. I said that once too. I cut, I'm a barber and I said that once in the shop. I'm like, yeah, my wife and I are pregnant. The guy in my chair goes, you're not pregnant. I was like, I know that was the douchiest. Yes. My wife is pregnant. No <laughs> idea who the father is. Fine. That's the truth. <laughs> but no, we had a baby five weeks ago. We. Okay. You're still but, doing it, man. Yeah, geez. It's like when you say our team won, like our team didn't play well. You're not on the Lakers, asshole. All right. The Lakers didn't play well. You fucking have a shirt. That yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So I brought this home last night. You can see the fingers in case you don't believe me. And dude, my back's killing me. I'm a barber. I surf and I've been carrying a baby. Same with my wife. So we gave each other back rubs, extremely sensual. And 10 minutes later, we both were like on the couch. I don't use CBD much. I didn't know if it was back real. rubs with the CBD cream. Yes. Back rubs yeah. with the CBD. Cause we were both sitting on the couch. Like our backs hurt. And I go, babe, I brought home some stuff from Koi rubbed it on. And 10 minutes later, we both were like, dude, my back doesn't hurt at all. We like laughed about it. I'm like, I guess this shit works and it still doesn't hurt. So I will check back on the next show. I'll let you know when it starts to hurt again. I'm still, I'm on like 40 hours. No, I don't know. 18 hours of no pain. All right. Testimonial. Um, tested and proven. 40 hours of no pain. Smoke toe. You got and it's it. Been, you guys checked it? You guys checked it? It checks out? It checks yeah. out. Oh, definitely. It checks out. So Koi CBD, awesome product. They actually have these dope new drinks too. Hemp infused a Bava Raja. We made Bava Raja. Bava Raja. Everybody needs a Koi Bava Raja. It's beverage, but he decided Ooh, to say Bava Raja. I think that's how they say beverage in France. You know, Bava yeah. Raja. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. So, KoiCBD.com. Check it out. You put in uh, code DuddyB, or I think it's just Duddy. Shit. Oh, we better I think line it's just code Duddy at Try checkout. And if, see which one gives if it you the doesn't work, code. then you got to buy more shit. It's <laughs> yes. either Duddy or it's Duddy B. Try Duddy first. If that doesn't work, add a fucking B to the end. You're going to get 20% off your order right then and there. Koi CBD, check it out. And last but not least, a, no, a new one to the podcast that we just got. I just started utilizing this. It's on it. It's a great product. They sent me some awesome things. I've been using uh, every morning since they send it. It's like an instant powder that you just mix in some water and it's like, it's like helps your brain function great. Like your memory and your focus is just, pew, you're on point. And um, God, I'm a busy dude. And, you know, especially with like being on the road all the time and like you get off stage, you get off the stage late you got the stage sometimes at like midnight or later and you just play the show and it's all this loud music and your head's still going and your adrenaline's going and it's hard to get to sleep sometimes but you got a long day the next day dude this uh all natural melatonin spray i did a couple the last few nights i've done a couple sprays of this and slept like a baby i woke up feeling great and then right after i woke up i dropped the brain fuel into my brain and i was like let's go and then he hit a CBD dropper, snuck one of these into prison, rubbed this on a random drifter, and hit a shot of proper 12. And that's how I start my day. That's how you successfully start your day. So onit.com, that's on it with two N's, O-N-N, how do you spell that? O-N-N-I-T, on it. That's how you do it. So onit.com, check it out. Uh, great company, great products. Check it out. Let's move on. Yeah. Right. Ooh, that, that was, was a lot. pro style fucking promo right there. Yeah. Thank you, man. Jake, can we get some <laughs> more shots? Christ, shots? I'm exhausted from the promo section. We're gonna need more shots. Oh, and, and I'm yeah. oh you know what? You know, let's light up a blunt. Okie doke. <laughs> oh, another, oh. You missed one? No, I didn't miss one? it. This is Tradecraft Farms. These things are dope. 
this isn't even like a sponsor yet. This is just something I add on the table because I like them. So I'm just going to give them a free fucking whoop whoop. They got these little tins and they come with these dope like hemp uh, wrap blunts. They're pre-rolled, huh? And they're pre-rolled and they're dope. So we're going to light one up. Now it sounds like we're just blowing them, huh? It's like they come with a crafted tin. Anything else? Um, it's a tin. You can, it's tin. We can guarantee you that. All right. Light the blunt. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, I, I noticed some videos online of you guys and some things that you guys love to, like, do pranks on yeah. the road. Like, is there any good ones that you that mind talking about? Because I know some. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't mind talking about any of them, to yeah. be honest. I mean, that's what, that's what we do it. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually have a funny one that wasn't on the road that we didn't videotape or anything Oh, like I would that. love to hear this. Okay. So most of my pranks are, uh, aimed right at Sinister Gates. Nice. Uh, he's my best friend in the whole fucking world. So I, I like to fuck with him. You have to. Yeah. So I think a lot of people have already seen the, the couple pranks where I did, uh, I, I put his voice to make it sound like a chipmunk in his ears oh, when yeah. he was playing the show. Oh, in his in-ear monitor. Uh, in his in-ear no monitors. fucking yeah, way. Yeah, it was pretty pretty That's awesome. Tough right there. And then uh, I fucking trashed his room right like the first day that he was coming back from having his son. Okay, there's a video oh, online. Wow. If you can please find it, I watched it. I love it. I wanted to. I meant to send you guys that. So it's yeah, it's Johnny Christ trashing Sinister Gates. I think it'd be hotel under room. Prank Wars. Prank Wars. Like it's that. pretty easy to find. Grab that one because this is awesome. Yeah. Pull that up. That's good. So there's that. So those those were the two that were that were videoed, and then yeah. uh, Brian got me back last day of the Metallica tour we did last summer, two summers ago, whatever it was, and uh, yeah, we did. Uh, he poured a fucking bucket of ice cold water over my head right before we were supposed to go take a picture with Metallica for the end of the tour and everything. Oh, like, that's beautiful. It was pretty funny. I was like, all right, solid, solid move. <laughs> so g- dating back before those even happened, there was a time when, um, uh, Brian and his wife, Michelle, were going to go out on vacation and I knew that they weren't going to be home and being the very best friend that I am, I'd have the, I, I know the code to his house. You know, oh. I, I could get in there if I, if I need to. So me and my wife decide that we're going to go in there and we're going to first off take black tape and put it all over the cameras in this house because I know where every single one of them is. And then we go through and just annihilate his fucking house. And we like we went in like with duffel bags of shit and like tools and everything like that. Zip tied every single drawer together in the house. Found a key to their wine fridge that they locked it and hid the key. Uh, I changed out Brian's body wash with mayonnaise. Oh, uh, my wife is going to love that. I tell this part. My wife took a teeny tiny little turd in the bastard bathroom and we left that. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure it smelled like roses. <laughs> of course it did. Of course it did. Upper decker. Yeah. We turned over, we made it look like we actually trashed the house, but we actually, we were nice. We, we flipped over cushion, like, uh, uh, couches and shit and flipped them all over and like toilet paper the inside of the house and made it look Beautiful. like it, it made it look like we really fucked it up but we really were kind of gentle yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. You know? but yeah so we completely trashed it inside of his house we knew he was coming home like an hour or two later so and uh the the, the brilliant part though is the gift that kept kept on giving because we didn't i didn't tell him all the little things he did he's trying to find his wine keys like where the f- text me where the fuck is my wine key and i'm like oh he already know, knows bro. immediately it's here he <laughs> yeah. opens the door and says fuck oh yeah absolutely uh, you guys and then like he's like a couple days later he's all did you put mayonnaise in my body wash oh, <laughs> like, yes he probably used it three times yeah, yeah he's like he put it on he's like what the fuck is that smell and you go why did it take you a couple days to yeah, shower yeah, exactly dude. <laughs> what is happening <laughs> That so that, so that was one of the amazing. one of the pranks that uh, didn't make it on video. That was that was probably a solid 10, 
12 years ago. If you guys oh. go on YouTube, you'll find him trash in the room. But they did pull up. <laughs> oh, is this it? This that's, is it. So is maybe the, fast forward, maybe yeah, four or five down. minutes that's in to down. where he's really tanking the place. Because this is him explaining that he's. So set this up for everyone because you do a setup at the beginning. He just <laughs> had a baby, right? Yeah. So Sin had just had his first kid, Nikki. Um, he had to, we had to cancel the show in Philly, actually, so he could go home and do it. And then so I knew. I yeah. also had a kid three months prior. Our kids are three months apart. Awesome. And uh, so I knew that he would be fucking tired as shit when he came back out on the road. So I, the very nice guy that I am, decided that he would, he would need to take a nap as soon as he got in, like 11 o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, before we played at like 7. And uh, so I was like, well, that motherfucker's not getting any sleep. So I trashed his fucking room. I just nice. went through and methodically, uh, you know, I, I really took it like a piece of art. I, I sat back over a couple couple hours and a couple bottles of wine, just like really, what can really I nitpicking do? it. What yeah. can I do? Hit, go ahead and hit play. Maybe keep the sound down and we'll just keep telling the story over the, over the deal. But yeah, so here you are. You're <laughs> putting chairs into the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. That one, nice. that was, you know, just that's, a, that's I, I also knew that he go. would, he would probably want to take a, take a shower and clean up. Oh, that's, yeah. that's oh, look the at lotion that. all over it. Nice, nice. Now this one was, I love this part. This one I actually had to figure out. This was very difficult to get into the shower, actually. So probably difficult to get out. Exactly. It was incredibly <laughs> hard. To, I actually had to have our camera guy help me to get it in there. <laughs> and oh, I ordered uh, uh, really nice bottles of wine on his tab. So that <laughs> was oh, beautiful. And you guys know, too, you've traveled all day. <laughs> all you want to do is take a shower yeah. and lay down. And you oh. just had a baby. You haven't slept yeah. in a month. Yeah. It's a real dick move. <laughs> oh. This yeah, this also took a, like a solid amount of time. Each thing was like, it was hard to get it going. So I knew it was going to be hard to not find, like get, it, get nice. it out of its position. I like how you did like a real world confessional interview too. You're like in the corner, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, just, oh, just oh. bad lucking his whole life. Yeah. Oh, right, right there. Never uh, open an umbrella inside, uh, yeah. inside a shower is okay though. Cause it's like rain though. Right. So it's okay in the shower. Oh, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. You don't want to get wet in the shower. So per, you helped him out on that yeah. one. The most outdoor oh, place and then this indoor. is probably a frowned upon. I'm sure. Oh, of course. That, that is a, that is a non-smoking hotel. <laughs> I guarantee that. $250 fine. <laughs> yeah. Taking food literally right out of his baby's mouth. I love this. this is yeah. Great. I took all the light bulbs out so that he, you know, he couldn't, oh, couldn't oh, turn beautiful. on the lights. Nice. Just disrespecting that. Fine artwork and photo photory. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure this was at like a really nice hotel too. It looks it's like swanky. Looks swanks. Look, there's the freaking Chicago skyline out the window. <laughs> I think this is Denver, actually. That's a Denver. Denver, hey. Yeah. Well, that's a double waterfall. That's Denver all day. Yeah. Those aren't in Chicago. They that's pretty awesome. The one waterfall. So what was his reaction then when he came back from this? So that's the only bummer that I didn't, you know, oh, I, I guess really should have, I couldn't be there. Cause then he would know, I couldn't just be like, Hey buddy, how are things going? He, he would know something's up. Right. Yeah. I wanted him to literally go up to the fucking door and just open it and see all that shit that, that and just, oh. uh, from my understanding, um, our, uh, security guard that helped him up to his, uh, up to his room, uh, he opened it and immediately went, fuck. <laughs> and uh, the best part the part about him not being able to sleep I hid the mattress is that on there? it should I be on it there early. no it's all good it's all good we so can, I hid the ma- I, I hid the mattress behind the curtains oh, oh nice and he could not find him for like 
like a fucking couple of hours. That <laughs> is like, beautiful. They actually, the security guard actually asked me, he's like, hey, dude, he really needs to know where the mattress is. He wouldn't even text me. He was that fucking irate. He's, oh, <laughs> what he, oh. <laughs> he wouldn't even directly te- oh, text he's, me. Oh, he's now, I'm not speaking to him, so please tell him. Tell him, find out where the mattress is oh, right now. That is so good. They couldn't find it. He was. He had the security <laughs> guards helping him clean up and everything like that. Cause, and the hotel was completely sold out, so he couldn't, so he couldn't get, get in the I room. was just going to say, could he get in there? Nope. Done. Nope. Lucky to have this one. Sleep on the floor. Yeah, that was that was... I was pretty proud of that one. Oh, that's fucking That's amazing. one of those things where he was so fucking pissed at you, but now he's probably so happy you did that. Oh, yeah, Because yeah. that video's worth everything. <laughs> this story's worth everything. Well, that, uh, that, that's that's kind of our prank wars like thing. Like, if it's... We, we, we discuss them later and be like, yeah, that was pretty fucking funny. And it's always... You can't do anything stupid. Whatever you yeah. do, it you know it could piss me off at the time, but make sure it's fucking clever or something yeah. like that. Yeah. If it's just been mean or yeah, it's, yeah, then it's yeah, that's not that fun. one's mean, but totally funny and absolutely <laughs> necessary. Yeah. And it was drawn uh, out. Thank it was you. drawn out. <laughs> I'm grateful. Can I <laughs> oh, do the segue? Wow. Oh, now they, they, from yeah, now on, they, they call that a callback that in the I industry. Everyone, <laughs> I'm grateful for you doing that. And thank you. <laughs> Boom. I am grateful for a thermometer change in here. Could we get, get a little chilly, man? Yeah, I think we need to warm ourselves up with another fucking proper 12. Jake, we need some warmth. Oh, shit. I'm going to need a fucking Uber. I'm like a, all right, You, right, I'm a lightweight. All right. So anyone who wants to have sex with me later. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> Uber it is. <laughs> pour yourself a little baby Everyone's guy. all, no. Nobody wants to. All right, all right fine. We'll just pour all me right, and Johnny dude. one then. Yeah, that's fine. I, I Ubered here. I'm, I'm responsible. <laughs> you opinion. did? Oh, well. We'll share one. I always do that. Yeah. Um, what was that? Where was I going with that? I've had two shots. Know, like, you threw me off with your segue because normally I'm supposed to segue and then I, it's hard to segue a segue. It's tough when you're the segue captain and then someone obviously is far it's better. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, kind of like when you thought your band was bigger than Avenged Sevenfold and then we looked at three I, pictures. I, if we can go back into when I, at the time I said that, we were, and then they just passed us right after that. You're actually yeah. probably right. So, yeah. truthful. <laughs> Shit. Well, hard yeah. to find out any real facts uh, about that. So, after this no shot, check on that one. At, no. before we take this shot, I'll let you ponder this uh, right before we take it. Um, I, wh- piss face? Oh, oh dude, yeah. You want to hear about that one? Bring it, why not? All right. Piss fetish? Actually, you know what, you guys? Nah, we don't want to talk about that. So uh, someone in their band pissed on someone else in the band's dad's face, but that's not something we even want to talk about here. So... <laughs> How do you feel about our sponsors? <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I'm feeling good with Duddy right now. That's All right. Pretty good. Oh, Let's yeah. just forget about the P-Face Duddy. We don't. Wait, 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 don't, no, don't, we, don't not talk about it on I'm my account. Totally, no, we I'm are totally talking joking. about it. We fucking have to. And everyone at home is like, dude, Jake, get off the show. You're the worst, Duddy. I mean, right. we had a, a whole segment no, that was happening. about shitting your pants. I think we can have a segment about piss face. Oh, by yeah. the way. I, you, next time I see cheese, Tiff. That's, that's an epic story. <laughs> that's right on our and our buddy Chad from Chadcast. That's two D's too. C H A D D Cast. Chadcast. He came on, I think, four or five episodes later and told his own pants shitting story. So oh, geez. if I you feel like sharing, yet. yeah, if you haven't shit your pants, and we're gonna good. be having a special well, I mean, episode who, coming anyone, soon. Anyone who says I haven't shit their pants is full of it. Oh <laughs> no, no, no. You're looking at the There's unicorn. There's no way. There's no You're way. looking at the unicorn. I think when cheese fucking uh oil checked you, something might have came out and you don't remember. Onto his finger, but not onto <laughs> my pants. Dude, if his finger swiped, <laughs> oh, your a technicality. A technicality. Oh, no, 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 it's shit your pants. 
pants, not shit cheese's finger. Oh, wait, fuck, wait, 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 wait. No, not, not, a, <laughs> not even a full shit. Like, not even a shirt. Like, not even a, a missed Not fart. even a shirt. You want to know why, though? I, I think I it's know, a little bit. I think it's a little bit. It's a little bit of luck. It's a little bit of a tight grip. And it's a little bit of. I didn't hear. I heard it wasn't that tight, dude. I heard cheese? he slipped okay, directly che- in. This is a <laughs> weird thing about cheese. Weird thing about cheese. You don't know about him. One of his fingers, super, super skinny and small. Super skinny Just, and small. And that was the one? That was the one. Okay. Yeah. All right, dude. Where were we? Oh, you got to listen to episode one of piss Feeling shit. Good to understand right. what the Go fuck. to the archives. Go to the archives, dude. Yeah. Speaking of archives, piss face? Piss face. We don't, don't want to talk. We don't want to talk about. No, no, no. Of course we do. Yes. <laughs> who, who peed on whose dad's face? Uh, that would be the work of one Johnny Christ on the work of one Sinister Gates father. Oh. <laughs> I hope he's watching. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure. He's actually re- he's actually had to recall this story several times because it's one of our favorites to tell our friends and it's... family and everything like that. So he's lived it. What happened? Um, you know, this was back in the day where, um, in New York, we had a warp tour in New York. Um. Backcountry was just starting to get played on MTV, and MTV was actually out to do an interview with us, all this kind of stuff coming up the next day. So the responsible gentleman that I am, I got really shithoused from from the city that we had left before there to go in there. And uh, uh, Brian's uh, father was out on the road with us, and he was in one of the bunks in the buses, as you know, one of those little bunks. The curtain closed up. Oh, yeah. And uh, apparently he thought it was raining outside. He was like, oh, man, it's raining. The show's going to suck. MTV's out here to interview. And, man, now it's raining. I mean, it'd be a lot better setting for MTV to see these guys and you know, some better weather. And he's like, wait a minute, it's not fucking raining. He opens up his curtain and gets a fucking arc golden right between the eyes. I'm pissing all over his face. He's like, what the fuck? And he can't see who it is. And then all he sees is a fucking naked ass crawl up into the second bunk above him. And he, uh, and he goes, oh, I don't even know what the fuck just happened to me. And then he reaches down into one shoe that he had sitting outside the bunk, completely dry. But the one with his wallet oh. was filled to the very top. Oh, the critical shoe. The 50%. <laughs> Someone thought that they were in the bathroom, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, I definitely did. I was the one that peed on him. Mark farted in the room and made me fucking aware of it and stole me away from the... <laughs> oh, he yeah, farted dude, yeah, during dude. a piss story? He Come on. The thing. I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah, like we don't smell <laughs> it. It was not... But dude, so it was you peeing. I, so I, peed, I peed on his face. I've seen this happen twice. So you're not alone. And oh, I'm wow. sure... I'm sure I'm, I've, There's got to be other people. Not on our... Not I have on done our it. Yeah, d- there we go. So you... I haven't shit my pants, but I have pissed so, the face. That's so what happens when you get uh, disoriented on the fucking bus. You're fucking okay. Let's not let's not pretend like I wasn't blackout drunk. Yeah, I was exactly yes yes. <laughs> that's, that's always part you don't of it. Piss yeah, on yeah. a face sober unless you got to piss. Oh back. my god, we yeah, now yeah, have yeah, a true. we now have a pants shitting segment, and we now have to have face Johnny piss. because you've said a. Fa- I guarantee you, a hundred people have a face piss story, or oh, at yeah. least a pissing in the wrong area, thinking that you're in the bathroom because oh, you're yeah. drunk. Yeah, I have two stories of people p- pissing on. I love that you're bringing this. I did it. Yeah. This is going to help people grow. I did a yeah. pretty much same thing as you. It was it was at our time my guitar tech. Uh actually I don't even think he was with us. I think he was with uh Rome was touring with us at the time but not with Sublime with Rome. He was doing his solo thing and he was touring with the Dirty Heads. And at the time his tech guy was Dakota who ended up becoming my tech for a while. Uh, awesome guy. It was his birthday and he doesn't really drink much or like to go out much, but we like made him go out. And we all went hard and same thing. I just fucking got hammered and 
you know, must have thought that I went to the bathroom. And, and I just remember waking up by someone like grabbing my ankle and like shaking me and I like snap out of it and I'm just pissing on John John's face. No. <laughs> yeah. Pissing on his face. On your own bandmate. My, my own percussion player's face. Pissed on it. So that's we got a, your story has now inspired a dirty heads piss face story. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. I didn't know that. And he was actually took it way better than I would. He was like, he knew how wasted I was, you know? And so he was just I can't like, believe he came too. Man. I did not come too. You know, he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh my God, I'm so oh, sorry. He, of course. He was like, oh, it's all good, man. He's like, I'm going to go sleep in your bunk. You sleep in mine. I was like, good idea. Because I had pissed in his. He's like, I love Fuck you. <laughs> well, that's brotherhood right there. Brotherhood. Yeah. I love that all he saw was you crawling back up into your bunk. All and he just... saw. And he, didn't even, and he wasn't completely positive. He had piss all over his face. So the next morning, Brian comes out and he sees him laying out everything in his wallet with a blow dryer, trying to dry out all of his shit. And he says, what happened? So I'll tell you. I'll tell you later after the show. And uh, so he, he was dealing with it all. Yeah, he was dealing. He was just oh. fucking pissed. He had been freshly showered at like six o'clock in the morning when we rolled into the fucking warp tour uh, stage and everything like that. And like, so I had no idea. And then he told him right before. Yeah, I guess apparently he told Brian right before we went on stage. And Brian's like, "Oh, dude, he did something fucked up last night." I had no recollection of this. You can't Zero. even be blamed. It was not a vindictive <laughs> move. I mean, no. it's like you can't even be mad. I, That's- yeah, and, I, and 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 like Brian's like, "Oh, you fucked up big time." I'm like, "Oh, dude, I don't remember anything. What did I do last night? What did I do?" So I'll tell you after the show. So I'm playing the show the whole time, going like, "Fuck, what did I do to somebody in the band? They're gonna kick my ass." <laughs> and I'm just like oh, worried the man. whole time. And then afterward, I hear the story, and I had to, of course, apologize very oh. deeply. But yeah, and again. <laughs> So happy you did that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. Yeah, Papa Gates. His oh, face Papa alone has, has given many people joy. Because <laughs> yeah, like this is not the first time we've told this story. <laughs> oh, he will. Oh. You're a legend, Papa Gates. Papa Gates. You're, you're a man. legend, sir. Dude. And then, so great. here's the deal. Keeping it back. I, I don't know if I should say who did this. Because, like, it could potentially. I don't know. But it was someone in HB Surround Sound. We're on tour. And I wake up in the middle of the night, Matt, Denny, and you I. You do sounds like? Yeah, sounds okay, like. I will say that he has <laughs> curly hair. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That's all I'm willing to say. And th- <laughs> I mean, a simple Google search would never clear this no, up for no, anybody. No. We'll say mug looper. They- <laughs> Dude, that might kind of res- rhyme with his name, but maybe not, dude. A g- Google search. Yeah. Again, <laughs> but you can't trust Google. So Matt, Denny, and I, who's the guitar player from Surround Sound, and we wake up, you know, we're in the bed together, in naked, whatever. No, we're not. We're all in the same room, all right? Were Surround you- Sound was on a budget, dude. So we were got Were you guys t- using this Koi stuff? You know we yeah. were, dude. Back rubbing rubs, it, y'all. Rubbing it Guess in. Guess what? Mm. Still no back pain. <laughs> How are we doing? All right. So yeah. So Matt and I are in the, I remember we both wake up and we're kind of like, dude, what's that sound? It sounded like someone turned a faucet on mm. and we both, and, and we both wake up and we are like, yeah, no, that's weird. And then I look in the corner and it's fucking Blair Witch, dude. There's someone with long <laughs> curly hair in the corner and we're like, Hey, and it's Schmug Schmrooper peeing into the corner of the room thinking that he or she we're keeping it real secretive is in the bathroom and pissing all over i'll say his name justin snyder's computer and camera the our oh. camera guy all over his shit oh my and so we're like hello we're like, no, that's worse no. than a face though that's oh, worse than almost a face. That's, right that's, that, because that, you that could, could cause wash your damage. face off yeah 
That's and that's damage to your computer. Dude, it was you know everything was fine. Yeah. So in the end, everything was fine. Dude, we stuck it in a bag of rice. No, I'm I'm kidding. He's whatever. He wiped it off. Nothing was damaged. But we had to go wake him up mid piss, and it's like don't wake up a sleepwalker because he kind of freaked out. Style. Absolutely, it was Spread a weird everywhere. moment. Another moment. I had a girl stay at my house New Year's Eve night one night. Also smug looper. All <laughs> <laughs> curly hair in the surround sound. I'm gonna keep. It was a girl, okay, potentially. And then, dude, and I remember I wake up at like two, three in the morning, and I hear pee again, and I look, and she had pulled out the center drawer of my. Like, you know, your, what is it? What's the thing? Desk? No, not desk. Your you put dresser. your clothes in it. Your dresser. 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 I've had two Holy shots. Holy shit, he is. A, he Who is wants to take me home? <laughs> the <laughs> rapist for 200. <laughs> Who wants to have me? I've had two proper 12 shots. Yes, uh, she's sitting on the second drawer of my dresser taking a full-blown right. piss, dude. And I just had to, like, deal with It sounds with like a pretty sturdy dresser though i mean yeah. she's sitting on the second drawer you i think know? she's not, i think she's used Ikea. to the kitty litter and, and that's at her and her house it's the, it's the drawer she's used to hovering she had <laughs> solid oak no i don't know it was either way dude you're not alone yeah your story this is feels way so better good. This feel, i'm grateful dude, yes. for these stories yeah because it makes me feel better that i i'm, yeah. I'm not the only asshole that's peed on people far well, from alone he peed on john john's face i think though He's the rad. only thing better than pissing on your friend is pissing on your friend's dad yeah let's be honest dude nothing's right place that. right time right i mean <laughs> there's like very few opportunities for anything why would you ever be in the vicinity of your friend's dad in a pee I opportunity mean, i mean you're one you might be Alone on yeah. Earth. That's kind of like With seeing that. a white buffalo or something. Yeah. Well, you know that that's kind of what always started, like the prank wars and everything between me and, and Brian. Like since since the very beginning, uh, he used to bully me, and then we'd fucking go back and forth because I wouldn't take it, and like yeah. he could kick my ass, obviously, but. Other than that, I you can it. piss I, on his dad's face. Exactly, I, I, I find way. Check me. Oh, we do. Hit you one, dude. All right, like forever. Like oh. in the end, you guys will be old playing chess in a park, and he'll be like, "Yeah, oh. yeah." At this point, you fucking. Yeah, there's no one left for me to piss on to top that. Yeah. But um, so wait, when you came into the band, was he kind of the like a bully well, no, to you a bit? Yeah, or what, a little bit. Here, well, here's here's the deal. Yeah, um, I was a fucking 18 year old shithead. Um, I deserved every fucking minute of it. I came in fucking thinking my, my fucking shit was fucking hot diarrhea, you know, or whatever the fuck the phrase or is. Or do you mean smelled like roses? Smelled like roses, there yeah, you yeah, there you yeah. Go. So, you know. Because everyone in. loves hot diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys don't like hot diarrhea? Dude. I do. You guys haven't tried life. <laughs> I have, but not in my pants. <sighs> I still, I, bullshit. I love this though. You're, yeah, so no, you came in. I came like, in, you know, I'm just like, you know, oh, fucking, yeah, you, they they like me, man. I'm I'm fucking in, and uh, so obviously there had to be some hazing going on, which happened, you know, often for the first couple of years, man. Like there was, um, and the other part of it is I knew these guys before I was in the band. They were a couple of them were really good friends with one of my older brothers, so I was always the younger brother. Yeah, I wondered how youngest you, younger sibling because you're so you're three years younger. You said than younger, them, yeah. yeah. Like how at high school that's a big fucking gap. Yeah, totally. Now it's hmm, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, like I said, it was it was a relationship through uh, my one of my brothers um, that even they would know me, and then it was another one of my buddies, Ryan Alonzo. Shout out um, was in a garage band with him, and it was right down the street from M Shadows Garage. So we would sit outside, and I was the little shithead that would wait outside of the garage smoking yeah. cigarettes so I could get it. So the, honestly, it started, I wanted to watch Jimmy play. 
Like I wanted to sit behind Jimmy and watch him play. He was we fun would do to watch play drums. Jimmy. That's yeah. how it started. And then obviously I started listening to the songs. I was like, oh, these guys are fucking pretty good. Like, and then, you know, I, I knew Brian from my childhood and everything. Um, obviously an incredible guitar player. So I was like starting to, you know, I was starting to fan up, you know? Um, and I started jamming with Jimmy, not to go off on a tangent, but that's kind of no, like no. where, that's kind of where it all started. Like no one's going to be bummed to hear Jimmy stories either. We yeah. did have a fan write us that said, I want to hear Jimmy stories. Cause we said that Perfect. you were coming in Yeah, and I, 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 I'll I, find the name, but I've got a million of those. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, after they're, they're done rehearsing, I'd pick up the bass and she'd be like, you know, any songs? I'm like, you know, some Primus songs. And me and him would just jam out on some Primus stuff. And, uh, that's kind of how it started. We were always <laughs> in our band. We uh, had listened to uh, Pinkly Smooth a lot, which was Jimmy and Brian's uh, side project. Yeah. And we were always begging Jimmy because we loved his voice to please sing on our demo. Just our demo, dude. We'll find a singer afterwards. Please, we'll give you money. Just come to get fucking sing on our demo because none of us could sing. Um, needless to say, that never happened. Um, but yeah, so from that point, it just you know, I, uh, I was always the the little brother around. You know, little shithead. It was just. You know, taking advantage of the luck that I that, that I was uh, given the opportunity to do, yeah. and uh, so there was a lot of hazing. There was a lot of you know, hey, we got we got a band meeting over here in this hotel room. Uh, come over and meet up. And I'm like, dude, you guys gonna pour water on me again? <laughs> and they're like, no, I swear to God, this time I'm all seriously though. Like, this is my last pair of clothes I have right now, and I can't afford to fucking go dry them <laughs> again right now. I mean, this is early on. We're in the fucking van and shit. I walk up. Sure enough, fucking trash can full of water. <laughs> If you say this is my last pair of clothes, done. I done. know. I, I, you know, I, we I was still learning. We weren't going to prank you, but now we have to. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was still learning the process here. Yeah. I was 18 years old, you know, I, I had it coming. So, yeah, though, when I say bully, it was more like uh, hazing and those kind of things. You're was, in the band. Yeah, They exactly. obviously like you, but and I'll, yeah, they got to fuck with if you. If they exactly. didn't like you and they didn't think they were going to probably keep you around, they wouldn't have been hazing you. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, that's true. When you look back at it now, like we've had other... Uh, we have had other people when Mike Portnoy come in, everything yeah. like that. And from the beginning, he helped us out immensely, obviously, getting us yeah. back in, and after mm -hmm. uh, the Rev passed. Um, but from the beginning, we always knew that it was going to be a temporary thing. And then, uh, you know, never any hazing. I think that also comes with you grow up a little bit, you know. Yeah. They're 21 and 22 and I'm 18. Yeah. Like, we're all fucking around. We're all in fucking... You almost enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, totally. You're like, oh, cool. These old, older cool guys are fucking with me. It's almost yeah. kind of like, cool, they accept me. You know? Yeah, like, totally, totally. And I mean, I haven't toured with the Dirty Heads in a while. I tour managed them when they first started, and they fucked with each other. When when oh, a band, yeah. obviously, you're young, so when you're young, you're more rambunctious. And also, if you're in a band that's starting to blow up, you are living a, a fantasy world. So yeah. you are just fucking with each other. Like you really are. the Dirty Heads used to f with each other all the time. Are you guys mellower now on the road, or is well, it still? Well, a yeah, we're still. We're mellower. I no, mean, we're, but you're we're still, still having fun. With I each mean, other. oh yeah, you have. I mean, though, obviously, those. It's more. It's you know, it manifests in like prank wars or something like that, or you know, something as simple as I don't know if it's the same way with you guys, but like when you're all sitting around talking shit, and then one guy gets up and leaves, you know that guy's getting shit talked on. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know that yeah. the wolf pack is going that fucking guy as soon as he leaves the room, <laughs> and it doesn't matter who it is, yeah. and it's and it's all in love, you know. But you're just like it's 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 funny because and then they come back and you go like, yeah, we were saying this shit. Yeah, we, we, just, we, we just fucking talked so much shit on you. <laughs> that's like an actually really great thing because some people out there, whether you're just a whatever normal person or if you're a rock star in a big band everybody gets shit talked on and 
when you're in a band or when you live in Southern California in general, to the land of competition, everybody's talking. If you're a surfer, a skater, in a band, whatever, everyone's talking shit. It's just a shit talk land down here because everyone's trying to be cool and rad. Eventually, you shed the skin of like, oh, this guy said this about me. It's all in love. Like if oh, people yeah. are talking about you, they like you. It's good to be able to shake it off. You walk out of the room, you know you're going to get heckled. Because oh, yeah. you probably did wear dumb pants one day or say something yeah. stupid yesterday. Or you're going to fucking say something dumb tomorrow. Whatever. It doesn't mean people don't like you. It just means that they're talking about you. And it's like a good thing. I'm only, you know. It's the you, best way. It's the best way to, to, to get the gift of gab, as, as they say, too. Because yeah. like, you got to be able to retort, man. If yeah. you, if you, in, in, in a fun way. Yeah. You, can't, you can't just be like, well, fuck your mother. It's like, no, you got you to come up with something clever. Well, and, mm-hmm. yeah. And when you're saying like, oh, they leave the room and you're like, we're talking shit. We're not like, fuck that yeah, guy. I hate that guy. It's more like, shit. dude, it's more like, oh, my God. Earlier, Did you just hear what earlier you just today, <laughs> I fucking saw him do this. And what you talk about when he comes back, everyone goes, oh, fucking bro, I heard you did this shit <laughs> oh, yesterday. Ah, you you know? can't get away with shit <laughs> in yeah. this world. Yeah. Like, look, our, our friend Chad, again, to bring him up, Chad Cass, he ordered a cider the other day. We, we shit, shit on him for three hours. I'll have a cider. Yeah. Dude, and it's it's, it's just all good. Welcome to asshole yeah. land. Yeah. Okay. It's all in good fun. It's, it's all, all in great fun, dude. Fun, man. Um, we got more. There's no reason to slow down too. If we got more, I don't, we were, uh, we might be longest show yet. I don't want to stop. That's all good. I'm I good mean, with whatever you guys want to do. I'm going to say like, uh, so, you know, we got the segment one time at band camp. You want to jump into it? Let's do it. Can we hit that? Oh, and this one time at band camp. We got one drop and we're fucking dude. wildly proud of it. Dude. And made that, made that ourselves. Yeah. That's really good. Guys. Thanks, man. So those of you who say we're yeah. not professional, no yeah. one. Fuck up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So I guess, I guess it's up to me now, right? No, it's you. I'm going to chill for a sec. All right. So I'm going to make a little long winded one time at band camp. Do it. All right. All right. Uh, so I'll paint the picture first. This is in 2008. Um, we're out on the road in Europe. Um, and a little band called Iron Maiden is taking us out in Europe. Never heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Small act, local. <laughs> they, yeah, local to Europe. You know, somewhere, somewhere across the pond. And uh, you know, at the time, we're we're coming off the success of City of Evil um, here in the states, and our self-titled. We're actually in the middle of the tour for our self-titled record, and we're we're kind of feeling ourselves, and we're talking to other bands that've been out with uh, with Maiden and stuff like. Dude, do you guys know what you're getting into? These fucking fans are brutal, and we're like, we got this, guys. We're a confident bunch of fellows, and we're ready to go. <laughs> we're like, dude, it's not going to be that bad. Boy, were we wrong. We went out uh, day one in, uh, in Italy. I want to say it was Bologna. And uh, we, we first, <laughs> before we were about to go on, we hear a group of fans, however be it small, but a group of fans going, hey, 7X, hey, 7X. Well, fuck yeah. They know no, us in Europe. This is going to be awesome. No, told ya. Lasted about 30 seconds before army of Iron Maiden fans yelling Iron louder than you could have ever fucking imagined just brutalizing like the 1400 fans that we had in this gigantic soccer arena those fans of yours (laughs) didn't realize that they started a war yeah it was pretty brutal they were trying to help they were trying to help they didn't realize what they had done so we hit the stage and we're like oh fuck we're immediately getting hit with a bunch of booze and here's the part that you can't write they actually were throwing salami sandwiches at us in Italy. Salami sandwich. <laughs> we actually took the moment. I believe Zach picked it, picked one up and started eating it, and just like fucking went for it. So it was like, like the greatest a thing? thing. 
They should have. I don't know, man. It was there. If you were in Bologna. I feel oh, like I they should have thrown bologna. Yeah, oh, yes. exactly. I, I agree, but, but it was it, it was a it was a cured meat of some yeah. kind. <laughs> so, so fuck you, bologna. Yeah, but um, awesome what Zach did. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You can't yeah, get butt hurt. No, just bite the bullet. We finished our set. We got up the fucking stage. Throughout the tour, um, there was some more stuff like that, but it didn't like really. Um, it didn't really. Uh, uh, didn't get worse. Got slightly better each show. You yeah. know, we started fighting through it, fighting through it. But to make this tour happen, I will tell you, we were living fucking lean to make this tour happen. Oh, yeah. We were in a bus with all of our crew. Um, we were bunking up hotel rooms, everything like that. We are staying in the outskirts of cities because we can't afford to get the hotels in the actual city. No and we got to stay close to the stadiums. The stadiums are never in the big city that they claim that they are. They're always outside. So we're, we're staying in all these places. We're learning. I don't know if you guys have been to Europe very much, but when you go there, there's different hours of food, especially when you get outside of, you know, oh, outside of the, yeah. the metropolitan cities. There's, if you want to eat at a fucking certain hour and you're starving, you might not be able to find food anywhere. Yeah. Europe will brutal. do things like we're closed at 6 PM. Exactly. Yeah. And they, and to them, they, they don't make sense. But as yep. an American, we're, we've only been out there a handful of times at this point. Like we want food at all times yeah. right now. Yeah. We're Americans. We, where's, <laughs> where's every fast food place? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> So it feels like we're like two months in and we're probably only two weeks in, but, um, we're ready to like fucking get at each other's throats at this point. We have like three days off in Barcelona. So we go into Barcelona. This is also goes back to, this is a Jimmy story. We, uh, you know, we're kind of at each other's throat at this point. We've all been cooped up in shitty places and, you know, we're not, we don't have any money or anything like that. So, um, me and Jimmy decide that we're just going to get fucked up for three days straight. We bear it. We close the door to the fucking hotel room that we're sharing and we just trash that motherfucker like fear and loathing style. Our manager <laughs> came in at one time and was like, what the fuck? We had put pillows underneath the door so they couldn't smell the smoke or the water that had filled the whole fucking room. <sighs> they had broken glass everywhere. We had thrown each other's heads in the wall. We, we were, I mean, we were going, we were like going all out. We're like, fuck this. This, this shit's never, we're never going to get back to fucking Barcelona because we're all going to fucking go home after this. Fuck it. Let's have a good time. Go down to the, uh, the pool. <laughs> this was a funny story. We go down to the pool and the, there's, uh, the adult pool in Spain where, you know, it's, you know, nude sunbathing, you know, and they don't think anything of it. And, you know, you probably shouldn't, but we found it fucking hilarious while we we're drunk as fuck. And, you know, we've been drinking for three days straight and we're just like. We're going to go down there. We're going to get just one nut tanned. And we went down there <laughs> in our box and just let one nut hang out while we ordered drinks from the fucking bartender guy. And he just has to come up and like give us drinks while we just have one nut hanging out. So much funnier than two nuts. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 you, yeah. If you do two nuts, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of funny. Ball bag hanging out. But Never like, has just one nut. Twice as little is <laughs> twice as funny. Never, nowhere else is that true. Okay, so you and Jimmy, one nut out. One nut out. We have the, and it's a guy that's like serving us. He's just like, God damn, idiot. When he has to keep serving us, we just keep getting like mojito after mojito down by the fucking pool. <laughs> Completely shithouse. The room's a fucking mess. We keep telling them, like, they keep the management at the hotel, keeps threatening to kick us out. It's like, we need to get in there and clean. You guys have been here. We hear what's going on. We need to get in there and clean. I'm like, no, 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 you're not getting in here. <laughs> so, long story long, at the end of it, <laughs> where we, we fucking, Literally jet out of that hotel because we knew we were going to get fucked. We got like a 
thousands of dollars worth of damage in, in the bill on our way out. You don't want to be there when it goes down. No, we were like, no, I don't even want to, I don't want you to even look me in the eye. Yeah. I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we we left shit. thousands of dollars under the pillow. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> if there's extra, buy your children something. <laughs> so yeah, and then, you know, at the, the moral of the story is at the end of the tour, we had actually won over uh, uh, some fans and that's actually the tour that broke us in Europe. Before that, we were playing in clubs and, you know, a couple hundred people here and there. And the the worst tour that we ever did in Europe was that. I mean, Iron Man guys were fucking great to us. They That's were awesome absolutely beer. awesome. They, we went out to pubs with them, had some beers with them. They were absolutely couldn't be better dudes. The fans, on the other hand, took a minute, but they came around. And then it immediately following that, the next time we were in Europe, we were in small arenas. So oh, it's always always in you know very grateful for Iron Maiden um, having taken us out. So the Lakes Game Boys. Dude, that's dope. Going back to, you know, the subject of the show, being grateful. I mean, look at that. You know, they, they, what a legendary band. And then you got to go roll with them and just win over all these fans and just go on this crazy adventure with your yeah. buddies. And it's almost just like a, it's a movie. Yeah. There's been so many times it's just on this show that we've talked about a story from a guest and it's like, that's not a real life story. That's a movie. That was the PG rated version. Too, yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> but man, I don't want to throw my brother under the bus here. <laughs> no, right. You know what so. though? I like, we have to have you back. I'd love to come back. Cause I feel like I could talk to you. It's great. We it's could just go easy. for 10 hours. It's, it's too easy. easy. So I, we have to have you back and I, we have to all share Jimmy stories. Yeah. I'd love to do that. That'll be huge. I, you know, and so that's going to happen yeah. anyway. And that's a few, there's already been a couple. I have one. I have a couple personal ones. I'm sure everyone does. Well, that was, do. that was the brilliance of the rev man. There was never a shortage of stories. That was, that was very therapeutic after his passing. We literally sat around for weeks with people coming in and out of their houses. And you know, we all, we all pow out at Matt's house first and we pow out at Brian's house and we pow out at my house and we just, we had all friends and family come in and have some drinks and share Jimmy's stories. And that was, that was how we got through it, to be honest. That's amazing, man. Well, you know, once again, thank you so much. No, thanks for having me, man. It was fucking fun. Um, thanks to all the sponsors once again. Um, Reamp Studios, thanks for having us. Uh, if you need some cool-ass gear, go to CutlassBrand.com. Check it out. They got some amazing stuff. And they're also one of the sponsors of the show, every single show. What's up, and Jake? more so... Um, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, obviously, we got Drinks with Johnny. Yeah, Drinks with Johnny is the, the main thing for me right now. That's, uh, you know, I'm just doing that show, just starting out as you guys are here. So if you uh, get a chance to check it out, I got some uh, few episodes coming out. It's pretty lax. We're not doing that many of them. It's probably about once a month. You just go check out the YouTube yeah. channel and anywhere you podcast. Do they just subscribe to the Avenge Sevenfold YouTube channel? Yeah, and then That's in, in the archives there, you, you'll find uh, the Drinks with Johnny. And then uh, anywhere you podcast, you can subscribe there and you'll have the full versions of the of the episode. Okay, so uh, subs yeah. go, go ahead and subscribe everywhere. Drinks with Johnny. Go to the Avenge Sevenfold YouTube. Subscribe. Watch the episode with Duddy and Jared from the Dirty Heads. And I definitely want, we want to have Jared on our show too. I think we should have him on for the Jimmy stories. I think next time we have Johnny, we'll just have Jared too. Absolutely. Sounds like a good time. And, um, anything, Daddy? Uh, man, just take a second out of your day today or tomorrow, whenever you listen to this, and just think about all the things you're grateful for. And then, uh, you know, just reflect on that for a second because there are so many things. And uh, thanks for joining in. Feeling good with Daddy. Peace. <laughs>